We're learning Sikha Bey's Chelek Yutes, Parsha Sekev, on page 94. So Sikha and Rashi in this week's Parsha, very Gishmaka Sikha. In Posik, Kala Mitzvah, Shanoichi Mitzavcha, Yoim, Tishmurun La, Saisve Gaimer, Stalzach Rashi of the Verte, Kala Mitzvah, on his Mefarish. So Rashi explains these two words, Kal HaMitzvah. Kipshutai. The first pshat is as a simple meaning, kol mitzvah, all mitzvahs you should fulfill, and so on. Medrash in the medrash it says, in mischalta mitzvah If you began doing a mitzvah, so complete it. The chuluk it'll come on sif base. The Rebbe will bring the rest of Rashi and focus on that later in sif base. But first, vasashver in the mashman pirish kipshutai. What is not understood? What's difficult with the simple pshat of the pasuk? And therefore Rashi has to bring a second pshat. And not just a second pshat that's simple in the meaning of the Pasik, but a pshat only from the Medrash. So Mepharshim explain the question Rashi is addressing here. This expression of kola mitzvah is difficult to translate. Mitzvah is a loshin yachid. Mitzvah is a singular term. Ein mitzvah, one mitzvah. And the mashmoz from kol is alle mitzvahs. Kol means all of the mitzvahs. So it should use a plural term. Kol ha mitzvahs, not kol ha mitzvah. That's the question here. So, darf men So, what would you answer to explain why it says in a singular term mitzvah? As the teaching kol ha mitzvah do, that the meaning of kol ha mitzvah here is nit alle mitzvahs. It doesn't mean all of the mitzvahs. Nor yet a mitzvah. What, what it means is, the Ebesh is saying, you should fulfill each and every mitzvah. So, call is each and every. So, it's the singular term is appropriate. But now, what's the question? But if so, the question is, the fizet gedav shtein, call mitzvah, every mitzvah. When you say every, you don't say every the mitzvah. Every mitzvah should be fulfilled. Nit call ha mitzvah. If you're saying all the mitzvahs, so then you say all of the mitzvahs. The, that's like in English, so to over here, kol ha mitzvahs. But if it's every mitzvah, so then it's kol mitzvah. So therefore, that's the problem here. That's the question that Rashi is coming to address. So therefore, Rashi says first, kipshutai, that we should, we should teach the posik literally simply. Then, then Rashi brings the medrash. Which means not cooking of the schwerigkeit national pirish, not looking at the fact that the first pirish is not smooth, it's not perfect. Kipshutai, the simple pshat, is dachtas the pirish rishon veikri im pshutai shomikri. Nevertheless, this is the first and main pshat because in the simple meaning of the pasuk, David is speaking about all of the mitzvahs. Aber kedei to answer in the shaila now. However, in order to answer this question, why does it say kol and then ha mitzvah singular with the hey there? So Rashi brings a second shot from the Medrash. If you began with a mitzvah, you should complete it. So that answers the question because we're speaking about only one mitzvah. What does kol here mean? You should do all of the mitzvah. It's a different, completely different shot than kol. So we have three ways of interpreting the word kol. Either kol means all of the mitzvahs, or kol means each mitzvah, or kol means the whole mitzvah. 
You should do the mitzvah in its entirety. Not just a part of a mitzvah. That's the pshat that the Mepharshim here say to explain what Rashi is addressing and how it answers the question in the second pitch. However, if you are medayik, you'll see that Mekenet Zagun as Rashi is oisin zu bavarunen otikasha. That Rashi is here to address this question. But the zelbe loshen, kola mitzvah, this very same expression of kola mitzvah, shteit shen frir and chumash, is already brought, it's written for earlier in the Torah, in, in, in the Parsha, in Vazchanon, so it's there already. And Rashi stelt sich dort on the top of them. And Rashi does not stop to address this question that the words kol ha-mitzvah doesn't fit. Muslims sagen, as das is by Rashi, can cash in it. So we have to say that Rashi doesn't address it because it's not really a question. While oich kol ha-mitzvah can let Rashi mean in all mitzvahs. Kol ha-mitzvah could mean all of the mitzvahs, even though it should say in a plural term, but it could mean all the mitzvahs that ever brings in order 10, but it says in the Ra'am that because all mitzvahs are one category, it's all the same min, so the Torah uses a singular term, even though it says kol, and it means all of the mitzvahs. So that's not a question that Rashi addresses, and the Raya is, Rashi didn't address it earlier in Parshas Vazchana. If so, our question comes back, what is the specific question in these two words of Kola Mitzvah that's written here in this week's parsha? And only here Rashi stops to address this. And first he tells you that there's a simple pshat. And then he brings also a pshat from the Medrash. So there's something else going on over here in this Rashi. Now that ever brings the continuation of the Rashi. In the Pirish from Medrash Agadah, which Rashi brings, in the Pshat from the Medrash that Rashi quotes, Ubariches. Rashi brings it with the whole length, with all the details that it says. In Mishal Tobe Mitzvah, if you began a mitzvah, Gemoy Reisa, complete it. She'ena Nikras, ha mitzvah, when you call the mitzvah on the name of somebody, it's not called Elo Al Shema Gaimra, only on the one that completed the mitzvah. Are different people that had a, a connection in, in this mitzvah, the one that began, one that completed. We attribute to the mitzvah to the one that completed it. Shenema, and the Raya from this is what it says, the bones of Yosef that the Yidin brought out of Mitzrayim, they buried him in Shechem. So the question is, it was only Moshe that took care of taking Yosef out of Mitzrayim, not the Yidin. So why does it say that the Yidin took him out of Mitzrayim? Moshe did not manage to complete this mitzvah to bury Yosef in Shechem. The Gamrua Yisrael and the Yidin completed it. So therefore, the mitzvah of taking Yosef out of Mitzrayim and burying him in Shechem is all attributed to the Yidin. That's the Rashi. So Rashi brings the Medrash with all the Pratim. So there are questions here on this uh, section and this part of the Rashi and the language Rashi uses, Umehem, and from the questions are as follows. Aleph, number one. L'chayre is the aschalafun in Pirish, imischalta b'mitzvah, gemayraisa, the point Rashi says right in the beginning. If you began a mitzvah, see it to its completion, maspik to mazbezayn demloshen kol mitzvah. That suffices to explain the pshat of the words, kol mitzvah that here, kol mitzvah means the whole mitzvah. Do it in its entirety. 
Was is then a gay the Hemshech Shein and a Kras and Mitzvah Ella Shema Gaimra? The whole continuation where Rashi speaks about why why one should see the Mitzvah to its completion. The Maila in this and the example from Yosef, the Raya from Yosef. None of that is relevant for the, what Rashi is here to do, which is only Pshutesh Mikra to explain the, the proper translation of Kol, the whole Mitzvah. Beis Obefrat Noch. Specifically, the raya deruf from Moshe shenema v'satz misyosef v'chulu. The whole raya that Rashi brings up from from Moshe by the bonds of Yosef. How does that add to the kolam mitzvah that we're speaking about in the context of this parsha? Gimel oib Rashi will shem bring in a raya. Vasunte streich the choyme from it goyme zayna mitzvah. So seemingly, the point over here is Rashi wants to bring you a proof to stress the severity of the subject. How important it is to actually complete a mitzvah. Rashi should bring the source of what it says in the Gemara, where the Gemara learns out this concept that one that uh, complete, uh, begins a mitzvah has to complete it. And over there, it's regarding Yehuda, that he began the mitzvah, he began saving Yehuda, uh, Yosef, that is, and he didn't complete it. And because of this, he was taken down from his level, from his greatness. That later he buried his wife and children from Yehuda. So over there you see in a much more powerful way how important it is to see a mitzvah to its completion. So why, if Rashi is looking to bring the chaymer of the Sinyan, does he bring Dafke from Yosef? From much, it's actually from a much later generation, but Moshe and the Yidden carrying Yosef out of Mitzrayim, and not from Yehuda earlier, and when you see it in a much more powerful way. Dalid, what's the lashon? That the reason why Moshe didn't complete the mitzvah is because he didn't manage to do it. Why is Rashi bringing it? Rashi will doch beikker arayz bringen as nikras Hashem Gaimra. That the one that completes it, the mitzvah is attributed to him. That's the main point of this Rashi. Is my The reason of what exactly happened, why Moshe didn't complete it. Was it of his own fault? Was it not his own fault? Uh, he didn't manage. It wasn't his fault. This detail doesn't matter over here. The only thing we're trying to explain is the bottom line, the one that completes the mitzvah, we attribute the mitzvah to him. Why the one that began, in this case Moshe, couldn't complete it is irrelevant here. So since Rashi does add these words that Moshe didn't manage to complete, he couldn't. Is mashma as does negeir that oifen was the nit gaimras given that over here it is relevant for the context of this Rashi why the one that began couldn't complete the mitzvah that it was ba'ines loyhispik loyhispik means that it was an ines. Says nit given tolly and him it wasn't dependent it wasn't the choice of Moshe Rabbeinu that the Eibush did not allow him to enter into Eretz Yisrael so he couldn't bring Yosef to his kvur and shchem so how is that detail relevant over here in this pasuk of Kol Mitzvah? so the point of the explanation here is as follows but first addressing another question of why Rashi does not give us actually another way of explaining Kola Mitzvah, which is also very simple in the Pshat of the Pasik, instead of going to a Medrish. As that Kola Mitzvah is a continuation to what it speaks about in the Psukim right before this. 
Right before this, it speaks about the Isar of Zara and various details of the Isar of Zara. And on that, the Torah is saying, that you should keep this mitzvah of, of the Isar of Zara. On the far, because it's speaking about one mitzvah, that refers to this mitzvah of Avedu Zara. Why does it say kol? Kol a mitzvah. Only idach, vert of them gesagt kol. On as vert euch angerufen mitzvah stam. The Torah says the term kol and it says the, the, the terminology mitzvah plain. It doesn't give any details of which mitzvah it speaks about. The Rashi said this once earlier regarding Avedizara. Shkula Avedizalilim Keneget Kola Mitzvah Kulam. Avedizara is equal to all mitzvahs. Van Nizaba Kishaymeras Kulam. One that's careful with this is like he's keeping all mitzvahs. So therefore it says, Kol, that this is like you're fulfilling all mitzvahs. On the Fiza is Eich Glatik Deloshin, Kol Ha Mitzvah. It also explains why there's a hey there, the mitzvah. The known mitzvah. The mitzvah, because it refers to this mitzvah that we are just discussing, this mitzvah, the mitzvah that we just spoke about. So this would explain all the details of this expression of kol ha mitzvah, the term kol, it's shakul kenegad all the mitzvah, why it says mitzvah stam, and why it says ha mitzvah. L'chaira, <clears throat> perfect pshat. So why doesn't Rashi say this? So the explanation here is as follows. And here the Rebbe takes us in to the context of the parsha. Let's look at what the Torah is speaking about here. In Friedige Besukim, Zot Moshe on the Yidin. Moshe tells the Yidin, as they want ein nemen Eretz Yisrael, they're going to come and they're going to conquer Eretz Yisrael. Benosan malchem biyadecha, the Ebesher will give over the kings of the land into your hands. You should burn their Avedizare, v'leitavi teyeve, don't bring their tayeva, their disgusting things into your house. The says, so what's the context of the Pasha? What are we speaking about? That after you didn't come and conquer at Yisrael, and there there'll be the Avedizara of the of the Gaim that were there. So there you have to be careful with all this Avedizara. That's what it speaks about before when it talks about Avedizara. Avedizara specifically in Eretz Yisrael after they come to conquer the land. Meilas and so it's understood is nit istaber. It's not doesn't make sense to say as kolam mitzvah meant them friedigim tzivui from sila lekem tisur from v'leisavit teyeva. That here in this pasuk when it says kolam mitzvah, it's talking about that of idizara that I spoke about it earlier. Why? But I mean them pasuk kolam mitzvah gaimes and mamshech. What is Meishar Beni saying to the Yidden? That Yidin should fulfill all the mitzvahs, kol ha mitzvahs, ashanechi mitzav chayem, tishmurun laasais, and what does it say after that? Laman tichyon uvasem virishtem isaretz. Then when you'll fulfill the mitzvahs, so then you'll be zaychet to come in Teretz Yisrael to yash in the land. As durech tishmurun laasais, kol ha mitzvah, the leaven to shpeter onkumun in yash in Eretz Yisrael. You'll merit to come and live to go enter in Teretz Yisrael. Whereas before, in the Psukim before, where it speaks about Avedizadeh, what Yidu should be careful with after they had entered Teretz Yisrael. So these two Psukim are not really related to each other. Before it talks about after, and now it's talking about what Yidu should be doing to be Zeichet to enter Teretz Yisrael. So it's not a continuation. 
So we can't say that kol ha-mitzvah refers to that mitzvah of Edezara that the Pasuk spoke about before. Chach as b'deichik kemenzogn. You could with difficulty say as the mit v'adgemein the isafon of Edezara b'chlal. On lav davke that because it spoke about Avedizara before, so even though there the context of the Psukim is to be careful with Avedizara after you enter the land, but nevertheless the point is it speaks about Avedizara. So the Parsha here is speaking about before, what Yidin should do to be Zeichet, to enter into the land, but it's a continuation speaking about Avedizara, even though in a completely different context. But that's a Deichik, because Bepoil we can see that these Psukim are not a continuation. Before Meshach Rabbeinu speaks to the Yidin what they should be careful with after, and now we start speaking to them what they should do to be zeichet to enter. So it's a pastor says it's a different Indian. So now that we see more the context of the parsha, <clears throat> the point there is we're speaking about the time period of the Yidden coming, getting ready to enter into Eretz Yisrael. Maishar Ben was telling the Yidden, "You'll fulfill mitzvahs. You'll be zeichet to enter into Eretz Yisrael." So now we'll understand what was really bothering Rashi, as the Rebbe said before in the beginning. That what, what's bothering Rashi with the term kola mitzvah? Apparently these two words is, is not what's bothering Rashi like it didn't in Parsha's Vashana. But now that we see the context of the Parsha, we'll be able to understand. Why Rashi has to stop and tell you that kola mitzvah should be translated in its simple meaning. And the point is as follows. So let's take even a more broader look at the time period of when this is being said. Meishra Beinu is speaking to the Yidden and he begins on the Rishchaydeh Shvat, the 11th month and the first day of the month. Azoi, as Pashas Eikev, is Durchim gesagt geworden, noch other Rishchaydeh Shvat. So this was said either after, sometime after Rishchaydeh Shvat, between Rishchaydeh Shvat and when Meishra Beinu passes away on Zayin Adar, or maybe even on Rishchaydeh Shvat itself. That all the mitzvahs that I command you, you'll fulfill. And, and therefore, you will come and then into Eretz Yisrael. As Salib came from Kol Mitzvah, all the mitzvahs that Mizeich is ein, so I name in Eretz Yisrael. By fulfilling all these mitzvahs, you'll come and conquer the land. So now, is it move on? It's not understood. Was the past exact kol mitzvah? Kol mitzvah simply means all of the mitzvahs. As during the came from all the tayag mitzvahs by fulfilling all of the tayag mitzvahs, that shvete zayin lamantichy nevasim virivisim bevasim virishtem, you'll come and conquer the land. So the question is, it's not a time period where this is applicable. They haven't doch demul zvishen onet shvat und the knisel laaretz in this short time period from the beginning of the month of Shvat. Until they actually entered into Eretz Yisrael, gekent nekaim zayim bloys agar klein itself in the tayag mitzvus. They could only fulfill a very small number of the tayag mitzvus. Klal neti mitzvus atluyis baretz. Obviously, they couldn't fulfill any of the mitzvus that are only dependent on being in Eretz Yisrael. Onoich net kame vekame mitzvus was an onoich bechutzlaretz, and also not many mitzvus that are only relevant in chutzlaretz that are relevant in chutzlaretz, but even those they couldn't fulfill. Vididinim was an ashayach to Yontif and das Gleichen. The halachas of Yontif between Rishchei de Shvat and the time when they entered in Eretz Yisrael before Pesach, there's no Yontif, so all those halachas don't apply either. So the Torah is saying Kol Mitzvah, referring to all the Tayag Mitzvahs, 
there's no distinction, it just says all mitzvahs, but yet it's in a time period where there's very few mitzvahs that they can fulfill. So what is the Torah speaking about here? That's the question that Rashi is coming to address. Now, you could maybe we would think to say that, wait, even though it says kol mitzvah, it doesn't go on all the tayag mitzvahs, but rather, Moshe Benu says, I'm talking to you about those mitzvahs that I'm commanding you today. There, talk, there's a specific number of mitzvahs that Moshe Benu commanded Yidin today. So it's, the Rebbe says it's a deichig gadol to say that that's what it refers to. Varom, because Aleph, number one, Favazal basam v'yirishnem esa'aretz, zayn dafke in schos, fun dem kiyam, fun dem mitzvahs, v'asarat angezogt, den tog, if Moshe Rabbein is telling them that you have to have a schos, you have to have the merits to enter into Eretz Yisrael. So you have to do mitzvahs, and then you'll be zayichet to enter. Why would only mitzvahs that you're being commanded today be the ones that are schosim to enter? The pastors, any mitzvah you do gives you a schos. So any mitzvah should contribute to the schos to enter into Eretz Yisrael. So why would we say that Meishah Ben is telling them specific mitzvahs, chayayim, those are the mitzvahs that you enter into Eretz Yisrael. The pastors, kolam mitzvah refers to all of the tayag mitzvahs that give you a schos. Beis, their pirish apashat from mitzvah chayayim is nit that ain't an einzikim tag. Even though it does say chayayim, but simply, it doesn't refer to those mitzvahs that were commanded specifically today. Nor the heintig it's the gizman bechlal. Hayyim means this time period. Or mitzav chayyim main kibshutay alam mitzvahs from Mishnah Teira kolponen. Simply, it refers to all mitzvahs, or at least those all of those mitzvahs that Moshe Rabbeinu reviewed with Yidden in Mishnah Teira. On v'yashteit three and seif parshas vaschanan. The same expression you find earlier in Vaschanan, the Shemarta, some mitzvah, some chukim, some mishpatim, sharanechim, mitzavcha, yoim la saisam, which I command you to fulfill today. But meint kipshutay ala mitzvahs, it says in the Torah, yoim, but it doesn't mean the specific mitzvahs that Moshe Rabbeinu said to them today, but it refers to all mitzvahs, or kipshutay literally. Gimel, another point, as a yoim da main dafkid dem tog, if we would say that Ayayim literally means mitzvahs that Moshe Rabbeinu commanded today, so the question becomes, the Torah does not tell us what are those mitzvahs that he commands today. The Torah is telling us what Moshe Rabbeinu said to Yidin, those mitzvahs that I'm commanding you today, they are the specific mitzvahs that will give you the merit to enter into Eretz Yisrael. It doesn't say what they are. We don't even know which day this was. When the Torah writes something with such an ambiguous expression, so the Torah is not coming to speak about something very specific, and it doesn't spell out what specifically that is. If the Torah speaks in these general broad terms, the mitzvahs which I'm commanding you today, so the reason why it doesn't specify is because it's speaking about bachlal, all mitzvahs. If the Torah would come to say something specifically, so then it would tell you what specifically that is. So therefore we go back to the premise of the Rebbe said before, Kola mitzvah refers to all tayag mitzvahs. So what does this mean if we're talking about a time period where there's only very few mitzvahs that Yidin could fulfill? The Rebbe is Rashi Mefarish, Kola mitzvah kipshutai. So Rashi explains that Kola mitzvah, first of all, the pshat is literally. Abavarint as medarf mefarish and Kola mitzvah ala mitzvahs. Kola mitzvah, yes, in the simple pshat, does refer to all mitzvahs. And the Rebbe again bavarant that the, the ha mitzvah loshin yachar is not an issue. Vimigifint, 
as a lashon yachad vert banut al shame hamin was a skaylul a ribui pratim, as the Rebbe quoted before on the Ha'adar from the Ra'am, that kol ha mitzvah, even though it refers to all mitzvahs, but because it's all referring to one category, the mitzvahs of the Eibishter, so therefore it could be written in a singular term. Hagam says nitgar and even though it's not so smooth to learn it in the pshat over here in the pasuk, but that it's what that we call a mitzvah, one mitzvah refers to all the mitzvahs. But nevertheless, that's the simple pshat over here that Moshe Rabbeinu is talking to Yidden about all taryag mitzvahs, and he's telling them that all the mitzvahs you will fulfill will bring you this chos to enter into Eretz Yisrael. But now the point is. If Kala Mitzvah refers to all Tayag Mitzvahs, it doesn't fit over here into this time period, into this short, short time period. On the Fizeh is their Piddish, Kala Mitzvah, Nitala Tayag Mitzvahs. So it can't actually refer to all 613 Mitzvahs. Nor, Ala Mitzvahs was the Yidin, Hobna Meglachkeit, Zaytzim Mekayim Zayim Bizdek Nisalaritz. It only refers to all of the Mitzvahs which could be fulfilled in this time period until they enter into Eretz Yisrael. That's the first shot. That's Kipshutai that Rashi is addressing. So even though usually Rashi does not come to address this issue of Ha Mitzvah Lashin Yachid, but because of here, there's no time to fulfill all mitzvahs. Maybe you would think of here, Ha Mitzvah refers to one specific mitzvah. So Rashi has to address that no, even here, Kola Mitzvah, the Tayre Leibar Kasev Listam Elul Farish. So even here, Kola Mitzvah refers to all mitzvahs. Elamai B'Poyla doesn't refer to all Tayag Mitzvahs because that's not. Applicable here, but it refers to all of mitzvahs that could be fulfilled in this time period. It says, But it's still very difficult to learn the Pasik this way. Kanal, as we pointed out before, as their Lashin Kola Mitzvah is Shem Amin, versus Kail Ala Mitzvah, on Untashit. On one hand, Kola Mitzvah is referring to all mitzvahs together, all of them. It's, it's that category that refers to everything, all Taryat. But in actuality, it's only referring to a small minority of mitzvahs that are relevant in that time. So that's the problem with this pshat. Therefore, Rashi brings another pshat. That call over here means you should fulfill the whole mitzvah. If you began a mitzvah, complete a mitzvah. Was lefizeh is kolam mitzvah nit kenshema min from kolalus hamitzvus. It's not that name, the the expression that refers to all mitzvus, nor does main the ganzkeit from a mitzvah kanal the entirety of a mitzvah that you should fulfill the entire mitzvah. That's what brings Rashi to the second shot of the medrash. As is abenit vashtandik. So now Rashi doesn't just stop over here, just telling us that kolam mitzvah refers to the mitzvah in its entirety. Because the question here is as follows: Was for a shaykes hot ot der tzivui of tzugaymi zayin a mitzvah to the knisalaretz? What's the connection of this concept that when a person begins a mitzvah, he should see through the mitzvah to the end and fulfill it in its entirety? To what Moshe Rabbeinu is saying here that in this merit they'll, they'll enter into Eretz Yisrael as b'schuz gemar mitzvahs that come the knisah they'll be able to enter into Eretz Yisrael. What's in other words, Rashi, as the Rebbe pointed out here, is addressing the words, Kola Mitzvah, in the context of the whole parsha of what Moshe Rabbein is speaking about. We're speaking about the schos to enter into Eretz Yisrael. So just like the Rebbe pointed out before, that it doesn't really make sense to say that Kola Mitzvah refers to specific mitzvahs that Moshe Rabbein is speaking about today. Every mitzvah is a schos. Every mitzvah you do is a schos to enter into Eretz Yisrael. So if Kola Mitzvah means this specific concept of completing a mitzvah, 
What's unique about that, which Moshe Rabbeinu says, oh, this, <coughs> this is the source of entering the Eretz Yisrael. The Rebbe brings Rashi, therefore Rashi brings the continuation, and with all the details, as the Rebbe will explain how all the details that Rashi brings, and the, the example specifically from carrying Yosef out of Mitzrayim is relevant over here for the situation that Yidin are in and to be zeichet to enter into Eretz Yisrael. So the Rebbe gives here an introduction to explain what is going on here. Kibosh v'yirushas Eretz Yisrael durch the Yidin, conquering and inheriting the land of Eretz Yisrael through Yidin. Chach ados es gekumen tzaliv de shvue asher nishba Hashem laviseichem. So, of course, he didn't receive this because of the, the promise, the shvur, that David Shemay to Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. Is this aber euch gewen verbunden mit dem Kiem a Mitzvah von the Yidden Akaifshim? It is, however, connected and relying upon the Yidden themselves meriting this by fulfilling the Mitzvah. Wie Moshe sagt the Fedish in the Pasik, as Moshe Rabbeinu here clearly says that it's dependent upon the Yidden to fulfill Mitzvah, that they have to deserve this. And this is, we see this also from the history of what happened before, was the Fazetman, as Chosh is given the Shvu Tzedavis. Yes, there was the Shvu. But when exactly this Shvu is going to be fulfilled is dependent on the Yidin at that time period. Deira Meraglim, that weren't Zeiche, did not enter into Eretz Yisrael. Und das kommt da, der Posik Zog. So that's the context of these psukim over here, what it's coming to say. Even though the, all the Yidin that were from the previous generation that spent the 40 years in the Midbar, they also fulfilled mitzvahs. So they definitely did things that contributed to this chos to enter into Eretz Yisrael. And the mitzvah Yisrael. So they also contributed. Nevertheless, the mitzvah, in other words, the ultimate schus that brings you into Eretz Yisrael, who is the one that we attribute that schus that did? Oh, they are the ones that did the mitzvah that brings Yidin into Eretz Yisrael. It's the one that's the ones that completed the Yidin. that were there at the end of the forty years. To say dafka that is zok meisha kolam mitzvah tishmur and lasses leman goimer that they are going to fulfill the mitzvahs because you're going to enter as bias aaretz the yerusha aaretz veren oivgeton is chos from zayir mitzvahs coming into Eretz Yisrael will be in the chos of their mitzvahs. In other words, the chiddush that the Rebbe is saying over here in this concept in this paragraph, as you see in the haaretz, is you may have thought. That whatever happened with the previous generation, the mitzvahs that they fulfilled while they, while they were in the mitzvah, that wasn't the haschola of the schusim and the mitzvahs to bring Yidin into Eretz Yisrael. but they were not zeichet enter. They were part of Chet Meraglim, and therefore they died in the midbar. Now, the Yidin, the next generation that's about to enter into Eretz Yisrael, oh, they're the, a new generation that are going to do mitzvahs to be zeichet enter into Eretz Yisrael. So the Rebbe says, no, that's not the case. Definitely, even the mitzvahs that Eden did before, the previous generation also contributed to the schus of Klal Yisrael to enter into Eretz Yisrael. Elamai, because of the Chet Aglim, they weren't zeichet to complete it. So they didn't actually come. But the Eden, the next generation that Moshe Rabbein is speaking to now, there they're going to be the ones that are going to continue and complete and bring Eden into Eretz Yisrael. So this whole subject that Rashi is bringing here from the Medrash, 
when you get to the Taich of Kola Mitzvah, is actually Negeya. This is exactly the situation that Yidin are found in over here right now, completing the mitzvahs to enter into Eretz Yisrael. Then it's understandable was in Kolam Mitzvah Leman. This is what Moshe Rabbeinu says that when you fulfill the whole mitzvah according to the way the Medrash teaches, and because of this you'll enter into Eretz Yisrael, is mudgish that inyan for imeschalta b'mitzvah gemoyreisa. That the point here that the pasuk is saying according to the Medrash that if you begin a mitzvah you should complete it. The mitzvah ongezokt. As the Knisa La'oretz is Dafke Durech Kola Mitzvah. Here, Moshe Rabbeinu is telling them that to enter into Eretz Yisrael, it's only through you fulfill the whole Mitzvah, which means Durech Dem versus Gaimra, the one that will complete, even if the Yidin are going to be doing in that right now, in this time period, Besoyf Shnasar Baim. So maybe in the quantity of Mitzvahs that they're going to do, it's much less than all the Mitzvahs that were fulfilled during the 40 years, but nevertheless, they are the ones that are going to complete it, and we attribute everything to them. The ones that completed at the conclusion of the 40th year. That's the pshat why Rashi brings this the connection of this union of him to what the Yidin are actually completing right now. So according to this to understand another Gishmaki thing here. As the Medrash Agode is nit mitzimipshuti this is a medrash take, but Rashi only brings medrashim that can, can fit into the pshat of the pasuk. So lechayre, this medrash kol mitzvah is not the usual way. The way you translate a kol mitzvah that the pashtus refers to fulfilling all mitzvahs. So the medrash says kolir means the whole mitzvah. So simply, it seems like the medrash is negating pshat. So the Rebbe says no, while oich. Again, it's not, it doesn't, it's not meitzim yipshutin in pirish ha-poshit in kol ha-mitzvah. That means all mitzvahs. Vail oich leitin pirish for medrash ha-gode, meintes nidbloiz ein mitzvah. The medrash is not saying that the Torah here is telling you one mitzvah that you're doing, do that one mitzvah in its entirety. No. No yedrin fun ala mitzvahs, the Torah here is referring to each of all of those mitzvahs that Moshe Rabbeinu is telling them in this time period that they should fulfill the ala mitzvahs is yidn of mekayim given in meshach from the arbaim shon of a midbar so all of the mitzvahs that were fulfilled during the 40 years veren farechent als mitzvahs from dem doi vasabn goyim given the mitzvahs far di knisel oritz it's all attributed to this generation and right now in this short time period where they complete and do those mitzvahs that are going to bring them the actual schos to enter into Eretz Yisrael. So all the mitzvahs, again, it refers to all the mitzvahs, all the mitzvahs that were the Yidin were Mekayim and all the time. So when the Medrash says this concept of Mishalta B'mitzvah Gemayra Isa, it's talking about all mitzvahs, like the simple pshat of the Pasik. But Legabi this Gufe, it's talking about all the mitzvahs in this time period over here. And it's saying that now Yidin are going to be fulfilling mitzvahs and they are going to get the name, their name, it attributes to them all of the mitzvahs that were, was, were fulfilled in all, all the 40 years. So that's the pshat and the medrash and that's uh, the connection to this time period that the Yidin are in. But now there's a question though. The question is, could you really apply this concept over here in this situation that the Yidin we attribute to them everything that was fulfilled in the 40 years. So it's understood regarding 
the Yidin of the 40 years that were connected to the Aveda of the Meraglim, they refused to enter in Eretz Yisrael, is move on, it's understood, for us, Zeyre Mitzvah's Veren, the Shaykhis, the Knisa Lo'aretz, Gerechen, Nital Zeyre, not al from the Yidin, was an Arayin in Eretz Yisrael. So those people, we understand, they were not interested in going into Eretz Yisrael. They fulfilled many mitzvahs, but they refused to complete it. They refused to complete those mitzvahs to enter into Eretz Yisrael. So therefore, those that complete the mitzvah and want to go into Eretz Yisrael, so they're the ones that we attribute this chusim of these mitzvahs to actually enter into Eretz Yisrael to them. They refused to enter. They caused that Yidin should remain in the Midbar for 40 years. And therefore, how could we attribute this chusm of their mitzvahs that contributed to entering into Eretz Yisrael to them when they didn't want to enter? So we attribute it to those Yidin that actually completed it and came into Eretz Yisrael. Those Yidin that were not involved in this whole story of the Miraglam. And they died in that generation, in the Midbar. Only because they were included in the general Gzeda that they wished to decree upon that generation. Being 20 and older. In Yenem's man at that time period. So therefore they didn't enter. The entire generation passed away in the Midbar. Why shouldn't we attribute to them as well that they also helped and, and, and brought Yidin into Eretz Yisrael? How can we say that we don't attribute this chos to them at all? In a situation where there's a person that begins a mitzvah, does a part, but he doesn't want to complete it, so then we can understand why we don't attribute the completion to him. But if someone wants to complete it and then he's not given the opportunity, the makes excited that the whole generation has to die, so why shouldn't we consider there is chusim to be part of the contribution to Antin Teretz So We get asked the same question in reverse regarding the generation that actually comes in Teretz Yisrael. The Yidin was an Be'esach Those Yidin at the time of the Gzeda by the Meraglim were younger than 20. They were there then, someone could have been 19 years old, and he also didn't want to enter into Eretz Yisrael. But because of their age, so on these people, the Gzeda of the Ebesher did not take effect, and they did end up going into Eretz Yisrael. Why should I say that the mitzvah and the completion of entering into Eretz Yisrael has contributed to them, even though Bepayel, they were there later and they fulfilled mitzvahs later and they entered into Eretz Yisrael, but they were no different than the rest of the generation earlier that they did not want to go into Eretz Yisrael. And nevertheless, we say that since Bepayel, they did enter, we attribute the schos and the mitzvah to bring in Eretz Yisrael to them. So therefore... Rashi has to continue and bring the details that we learn out from what happened with Atzmus Yosef, Moshe, and the Yidin to show us a source for this concept here, how it applies now to the Yidin entering the Eretz Yisrael. The Rebbe brings Rashi, Shenema, Ves Atzmus Yosef, Goimer, and Vahaloi Moshe Levada in Asik Bem Laloisam, El Lefi Shaloi Hispik, Le Goimer, Vegamru Yisrael. And Rashi specifically brings 
why Moshe did not bring Atmosayim to Eretz Yisrael, Moshe didn't manage to bring it. It wasn't his fault. So from the fact that over there we also say the same idea that Eina Mitzvah Nikras El Al Shem Goimra, so we understand how it applies in our case. So we understand over here two details. Aleph says Kinchiliknit Vosus Givendi Sibe Tzilib Velacha Eretnit Goimra Givendi Mitzvah. It doesn't matter what the cause is that you did not complete the mitzvah. Even if it's of no fault of your own. He didn't manage to complete it. Nevertheless, you look at the bottom line, at the facts, the mitzvah is attributed to the one that actually had the schos to complete it. That's one point you see. The situation, the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu was an Oynes, doesn't matter. You look at the Bapayal Mamish, the one that actually completed the mitzvah. Another point you learn from there. On It was only Moshe Rabbeinu that took, took care of this to take him out of Mitzrayim. That says, as when the Yitz in Mitzrayim, Yinge von Esrim Shana, was haben später hereingebracht, die Atzmis Yosef in Eretz Yisrael und sie keivige wenn beschem. Amongst those Yidin that came into Eretz Yisrael were there then in Mitzrayim with Moshe Rabbeinu. They were younger than 20 years old by the time of the Xayr of the Meraglim. So they therefore they, they lived and they actually entered Eretz Yisrael. Haben beis mitzis Mitzrayim nit gewollt help from Moshe. They refused to help Moshe Rabbeinu then. And there is askos arisenam Yosef from Mitzrayim and taking Yosef out of Mitzrayim. So it's not only that they didn't, they, 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 they fulfilled the mitzvah, they completed it later, but in the beginning they refused to do this. Since in the end they were the ones that got to complete and bring Yosef into Eretz Yisrael and bury him there, so we attribute the mitzvah to them. So that's the reverse point that we see regarding Yidin. So say it doesn't matter why Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't fulfill it, even if it wasn't Einus, nevertheless, we don't attribute the mitzvah to him. And Sai the Yidin that did do it, and they refused to do it in the beginning, nevertheless, we do attribute the mitzvah to them because they actually completed it. So we apply, and therefore Rashi is bringing this, that we apply this over here regarding the situation of the Yidin here entering into Eretz Yisrael. In the Knesset, it's Aleph number one. It says, Nikras Hashem HaGoimra. We attribute the mitzvah to the one that completes it, the ones that came into Eretz Yisrael. Oich klapidi Even in contrast to those that couldn't enter into Eretz Yisrael, they did mitzvahs. They contribute to the Eden entering into Eretz Yisrael, but they couldn't complete it, and it was of no fault of their own. They had no shaykhs tatzasamadaglim. It was an oynus. Nevertheless, the fact is they didn't complete it. We don't attribute the mitzvah to them. And Beis and the other point. We attribute the mitzvah to the ones that completed the chusim to enter into Eretz Yisrael. Even for those was hat frier nit bloys nit ongeheben tondim mitzvah. Not that getondim heipech. Even those even that may have been part of atzasam eraglim, but they were just underage and therefore the gzeira didn't apply to them. So nevertheless, the pile they ended up entering into Eretz Yisrael and completing the mitzvahs to enter. We attribute the mitzvahs to them, that they were the schos that brought going into Eretz Yisrael. Apizez, mubam bepashtos, was Rashi bring dafke, unar deminyin she'enen ikras ha-mitzvah ela al sheim ha-goimra, why Rashi specifically brings, and only this, that it says here, that a mitzvah is attributed to the one that completes it, 
and bringt the raya the roh from Meishan. And why Rashi brings the proof of this, specifically from this, with Meishan and the Eden regarding carrying Yosef out of Mitzrayim. And not what it says by Yehuda, that's much more powerful, much more severe. Canal Warum? So the point is, da is nit negeya the chaymer inyan for nit gaimer zandi ungaibene mitzvah. Rashi, by bringing this whole ariches, is not simply coming to tell you how severe and how 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 important this is. That's not Rashi is pshutishal mikra. Rashi doesn't have to explain the reason for this and the severity of the subject. Does negeya der inyan as nikras al shema gaimer? Rashi wants to tell you the extent of how far we take this concept, that we attribute the mitzvah to the one that completes it, and the way it's relevant now for this generation that's entering into Eretz Yisrael, that this applies even in a situation where the one that began couldn't complete even because of an anus, of no choice of his own. So that's the only reason why Rashi is bringing up the example from Moshe and the Eden with Yosef, because that's applicable over here to explain why Dafke the Eden that entered in Eretz Yisrael have this chos and not all the Eden before that also contributed, as the Rebbe explained. Apia now, based on all of this, we can answer another question in Rashi, which the Rebbe did not bring up in the beginning of the Sicha. Seemingly, in the language of Rashi, what Rashi says in the beginning is not similar to what he says afterwards, and what he says in the end is not the same to what he says in the beginning. Rashi hyped on in the Empirish from Medrash Agada, the way Rashi begins quoting the Medrash is, If you began a mitzvah, you must complete it. So from this expression, it seems, it's an obligation, it's a mitzvah, you begin, see it through to the end. It's a command, you should see it through to the end. But then Rashi continues, Because you don't call the mitzvah upon anyone, only the one that completes it. From this completion, it seems, this is just something which is something which you can gain from it if you want the mitzvah to be attributed to you. So then complete it. Just for this reason, it's not an obligation, it's not a must, but it's just in order if you wanted to have it attributed to you. And if it doesn't matter to you that the mitzvah will not be attributed to your name, it's not a must that you should be the one to, to conclude it. So, in the beginning, Rashi says, you have to finish it. And then Rashi says, if you want it to be attributed to your name. So what's going on over here? But now, based on the way we explained before, the whole context of what Rashi is bringing this over here, is because it's negated to the matzah that Yidin were themselves in at that point. As the Hemshuch and Rashi, Rashi is coming to explain how this is relevant right now for the Yidin. Is this move on? So we understand what Rashi is saying here. Regarding to the person that begins a mitzvah, there's an obligation that he has to see to it to complete the mitzvah. That's the beginning, the way Rashi starts quoting from the Medrash. But that's not... 
the application to what Rashi wants to say here in our point. Here we're talking about the generation that's entering into Eretz Yisrael. They're not the maschilim. They're not the ones that are starting. They're the ones that are completing. So therefore Rashi continues to address them. Over the Piddish Rashi is oisin sumad gizayin, the chiddish by the goyma mitzvah. Rashi here wants to say regarding one that completes a mitzvah that we attribute the mitzvah to him to what extent that goes, how far we take that point that we attribute the mitzvah to the one that completed it. That even if the one that began was only, uh, did not complete it because of an anus, or not he couldn't complete it, like it was over here, it was a decree from the just like by Moshe Rabbeinu. Nevertheless, we attribute the mitzvah only to the ones that completed it. So Rashi over here is coming to say how this concept applies over here. To these Yidin, the special schos that Moshe Rabbeinu is telling them that they have. That although you may think that there's many exceptions to this, you have to look at the cause of why the one that started didn't complete. And you have to also look at the ones that completed. Did they have the opportunity to, be, to begin the mitzvah or not? So Rashi, no. The main emphasis of Rashi bringing this is not to minimize the obligation of the one that starts to complete. Of course it's an obligation. But here Rashi is coming to explain the extent of the goimer, that there's no exceptions to this. Regardless of why the maschal didn't finish, and regardless of why the goimer did not start, Ain a mitzvah nikras el al shema gaimra that the mitzvah is only attributed to those that complete it, and that's relevant over here to explain for the Yidin that did the mitzvahs that brought Yidin in Teret Yisrael. So this is the conclusion of the pshat part of the sichet when get to explaining how every single detail, every single detail in this Rashi is necessary perfectly to explain the pshutish or mikra of kol mitzvah. Now from the inyanim of flying was megifintin Rashi pirish Rashi. The Rebbe refers to this always as Nyanum of Flying, it's an expression from the Shalah Kaddish, from the very wondrous things that we find over here in Rashi that are more related in the area of Halacha, not necessarily so much in Pshutish Mikra. Rashi Rashi uses the expression that it says, similar in the Medrash, that we only call the mitzvah upon the name of the person that completed it. In Gemara Aber is their Lashen. The Gemara says this as well, but there's a different expression. The Torah considers the one that completed the mitzvah as if he did the entire mitzvah. Two different expressions and not exactly the same. The Tam was Dafke, the Lashen Nikras, Hashem HaGaimra, the Medrash, is Masim L'Pshutah Mikra. Why is it that specifically this expression of the Medrash is more fitting over here into the Pshara the Pasik? Unit Ki'ilu Asai Vin Gemara, and not the expression the Gemara says that we consider the one that completed it as if he did the entire mitzvah, like it says in the Gemara. So first the Rebbe in the brackets here brings simply, Das was the Rashi Brengt Bechlal, the Mloshna Medrash. The reason why Rashi is quoting from the Medrash and not from the Gemara is the Tamba Pashta. So that the reason for that is very simple. In Gemara, the Gemara is not even talking about this Pasik here. The Gemara doesn't even mention the expression of a mitzvah. One that does something, something positive, and he starts something, and he doesn't complete it, 
So the title considers as if the one that completed it did the whole thing. So it's not even talking about this pasuk or not even a mitzvah. Mashenken in Medrash steht the loshen mitzvah on the to them pasuk. The Medrash, however, is speaking about the kala mitzvah of our pasuk. We bought Rashi Steltzach of them pasuk. On imizis negei legabi the mitzvahs from Doish and Nichnas Aladetz. Rashi, of course, is explaining this pasuk and he's also explaining the mitzvahs that the Yidden are going to fulfill. The Rebbe zokte the lashon via medrash, so therefore Rashi quotes the medrash. That's simply why Rashi quotes the medrash and not the Gemara. But also the specific difference in these two expressions: Eina mitzvah nekras el al shema goimra, and mail al vakosov kiilu asoy al shegomra kiilu asoy. There's a big difference between them, as the Rebbe will now explain. Shloima, we can say as benidden did done over here in our case. Yes, we attribute. We attribute the mitzvah to the one that completed it. But nevertheless, in the simple shot of what happened here, we can't say that we'll go a step further and say that the Torah considers the one that completed it as if he did everything. Asoy. Asoy is much more than just nikras. The kras means your part of the mitzvah was the end. There are two parts of the mitzvah. There's the first part of the mitzvah and the end part of the mitzvah. And you only did the end of the mitzvah. You befetish did not do the first part of the mitzvah. Between the two, what's more significant that the Eivishter considers, that, that will say that we attribute, who should we attribute the mitzvah to? We attribute it to the second half, to the one that completes it. The completion is the most important part, so we attribute it to you. But we don't say that it's as if you did the first part. The first part you befetish didn't you. You didn't do that is. We attribute it though, the name of the mitzvah, to the one that completes it, because that's more chashev. But not kilo asoy. As is gleich, vi nor erot getondi mitzvah, under andere hotetzu, ken shaychesnet. And therefore the other one that started the mitzvah, does not have any connection to this mitzvah now. Because it's as if you did the entire mitzvah. In other words, what the Rebbe is saying over here is, the difference between these two Lashaynas are, if you say, So we're not saying that this mitzvah is exclusively yours. No, there's Befeidish, two parts of the mitzvah. There's the first part, and there's the second part. And there's a maschal here. Elamai, between the two of them, because your part is more chashuv, that you completed it, so we attribute the mitzvah to you. But there is a maschal, he did his part. Mashenken, if you say, So what we're saying is, it's not only that we attribute it to you, but it's exclusively yours. We're negating the maschal, as if the maschal's part that he did is, is not relevant. It's all, it's all yours. So that, we don't go so far in this case over here. We're not completely uh, negating the maschal. And, and the reason is, the Rebbe says that uh, simply in, in our context, in our parsha, because over here, the maschilim amongst them were those that the Fetish wanted to continue going into Eretz Yisrael. It was the Nainas that they couldn't. And those Gaimrim could be that they even refused to begin the mitzvahs. They did not want to go into Eretz Yisrael. And nevertheless, in this case, we say that in such a kind of situation, it, it doesn't make sense to say that we're going to completely negate the one that's the maschil and say that the gaimer that didn't even want to be a maschil, that it's as if he does the entire thing. Maybe in the context of the Gemara, where it speaks about a situation where the maschil was not an anus, and the gaimer 
wanted to do the Maschala, but he couldn't for whatever reason. Over there, maybe you could say that he did the entire mitzvah. But in this context, it doesn't make sense that we're negating completely this chusim of the Maschal. To say this in a different way, there are two details over here. Das was nekras ha mitzvah al shema goimra. This expression of the medrash that Rashi quotes that the mitzvah is attributed to the one that completes it. Esretech nor beyachas sum goimer. We're speaking about. We're focusing on this goimer that we attribute the mitzvah to him. We're not speaking about him in contrast to the maschal to negate the maschal. We're saying that he has more of a chashiva part, so we attribute the mitzvah to him. What's with the maschal? What the maschal did is he's irrelevant. There's nothing. No. Regarding the one that started the mitzvah, he has an obligation to complete it. Even if he didn't do that, even the fact that he just began, and especially, that's the point there, in this situation that he could not complete it, it was out of his control, is an asiyah from the mitzvah mitzidai. There definitely is an asiyah of a mitzvah over here. There is a part of a mitzvah that he did. So therefore, in this context, we can't apply the lashon of the Gemara on the gaimer ki'ilu asa'oi, that he did the beginning, which is expression that negates the zechos of the first person. No, we're befeidish, not negating his aschala. We're just attributing the mitzvah as a whole to the one that completed because his part is more chashuv. So from this we take out something also that's relevant in, in actuality. From this expression that if you begin a mitzvah, you should complete it, it's clear. As from Kola Mitzvah, the Teir over here is telling you the obligation. That if you began doing a mitzvah, you said, then you should see it through to the end to complete it. But you don't see anywhere over here in this Lashen that if you can't complete a mitzvah, don't even begin it. Don't even begin a mitzvah that you know that you can't complete. No, but not. If there's something that you could start, and you're not sure if you'll be able to complete it, you should anyways go ahead and start it. So the point over here is, based on what the Rebbe said before, that when there's a situation of an oynes, and, and the person that began couldn't complete the mitzvah, we don't apply the Lashon of Chazal, Kilo Asoy, that the whole Asi of the mitzvah is only for the Gaimah. And everything that the Maschal did is not his at all. It's only the Gaimahs. If that would have been the situation, then maybe we would say, if you can't complete the mitzvah, don't even start it, because it's not you, you, you're doing nothing. The whole Asiyah is, is, is the other person's Asiyah. But from the fact that there's the other Lashon that Rashi quotes, that we attribute the Asiyah, we attribute the name of the mitzvah, that is, we attribute the name of the mitzvah to the Gaimah. But we're not negating the Schus of the Maschal. The Aschal is also something. So therefore, in a situation where you have an opportunity to begin a mitzvah and you're not sure if you'll be able to see it through to the end, you should definitely go ahead and begin it. According to this, we could simply understand something else. But Rashi zokt from Gemara, from Pasek, that Rashi says in last week's parsha, the Gemara says in the Pasek, that Meishu Rabbeinu separated the three cities for the Ir Miklot and the Eivar Yarden. And Rashi there says, Even though these cities, he could not complete the mitzvah that they should actually be active to absorb the people that have to go there. Until you bring the, you separate the other ones in Eretz Yisrael, 
Omar Moshe, nevertheless, Moshe Rabbeinu says, Mitzvah, Shev Shalakayma Kaimena. A mitzvah that I have an opportunity to do, a part of it now, I'll fulfill it. So what do we see here? Chach Meishad Gevust. As of the Havdalas are in Miklat, Nid, Kenan, Farendigin. Meishad Rabbeinu knew right from the beginning that he will not be able to complete this mitzvah. Um mafir zayin oich didrai ori Miklat and Eretz Yisrael. And separate the other three ori Miklat and Eretz Yisrael. Zetmin, so nevertheless Meishad Rabbeinu began. Zetmin, the fun, as oich has cholas a mitzvah is a chelik on an Indian in Kiyum Vasiyas a mitzvah. As far as the action that the maschal is doing, we're not taking away the schos of that action. It's also something that he began. Chach meveis farois as mevet nit kenan endekin. Even if you know in advance that you will not have the ability to complete the mitzvah. So this is a very important practical lesson for someone that may say to himself, based on this Rashi, you can take the Rashi in the positive. That if I complete something, so then, oh, I shall have the motivation to complete even if I didn't begin because the mitzvah will be attributed to me. So the Rebbe is saying, but don't take the negative regarding a maschal. That if you can't complete it, then you shouldn't even begin. No, you should begin something even knowing that you won't be able to complete it. Another thing that we can take from the, over here from this subject, from everything we explained in the Rashi, a different point. As nidn didon hot ken shaykhis nid to the shakal vetarya yudua. That our situation and the point that Rashi here says, Eina mitzvah nekras el al-shem gaimra, is not connected to another well-known discussion in the Paiskim. And that is, tziachelik funshir oder maisa mitzvah, if you have just a part of the amount or the action of a mitzvah, what's when is mechuyiv that you're obligated to fulfill, it's a chiyuv, is farzicha tel fun mitzvah. Is that a, a part of a mitzvah? Is that is that also something significant? And therefore, even if you can't do the full mitzvah, you'll have an obligation to do at least half of the mitzvah, half of the action of the mitzvah, or half of the shear of the mitzvah, or the nit. Or maybe it's either all or nothing. And the example for this is, To eat a half a kezayis matzah. If all you have is a half a kezayis matzah, is there any point in eating a half a kezayis of matzah? Or maybe no, maybe a half a kezayis matzah is worthless, it's nothing. That's the question. So you may think that this is connected to this Maim Chazal, that ain't a mitzvah nekras, ain't al shem ha-goimra. And what this means is, that if I'm doing part of the mitzvah and I don't complete it, so I don't have the mitzvah. The mitzvah is not attributed to me, Bechlal. So the Rebbe says, no, it has no shaykhs whatsoever to this, to this Maim Chazal. Why? Varon, because Naisif Alanal, in addition to the point that we just made over here that the Rebbe just explained in the previous Sif, as the Fi Pirish Rashi maintained in Meschalta be mitzvah gemoiraisa, as the Aschalaf and a mitzvah is nit a chalik from the mitzvah. We're not saying that the beginning, the first part of the action of the mitzvah is, is not nothing at all for that person that did it, then everything is attributed, the whole Maisa mitzvah kilo asoy is attributed to the second person. That's not what Rashi is saying. Rashi says that the name of the mitzvah is attributed to the second person. Right, so that's number one. But besides that, is the Shakla Vitariya now, the whole discussion in Paiskim regarding fulfilling a half a mitzvah, is minigayah mitzvahs v'zen it's an obligation, an obligation that lies upon an individual. On the chiyuv tzitan, the ganze mitzvah, and he has an obligation to fulfill the mitzvah in its entirety. That's the discussion there. Mashen kindo, but in this context of this Rashi, retzach vegnazelach mitzvahs vasiznit kinchiyuv v'im befrat tzitan It's not a specific mitzvah. 
it lies upon him specifically to fulfill. You're talking about a mitzvah that lies upon the tzibur, upon everybody to fulfill. And you went and grabbed the opportunity and began doing it. Was done, so then you say, that is the expression, if. In other words, it's something that was your choice, it wasn't an obligation. So then, you should complete it, you should see it through to the end. Once you began it, now you have an obligation to complete it. That's the whole Chiddush here. In other words, we're talking about a kind of mitzvah. It wasn't your obligation, Bechlal. It's a mitzvah that lies upon the tzibur. Something has to get done. Who's going to do it? The tzibur. Someone has to do it. So you don't have an obligation. But once you began, now it's an obligation. So you should see it through to the end. That's what Rashi is talking about. So it's two different subjects. Al-Darechvi by Atzmas Yosef. Like you find by the story of carrying Yosef out of Mitzrayim. That Yosef made a shvur with the Yidin that they should carry him out of Mitzrayim. So this was with all Yidin equally. To carry out his bones from Mitzrayim. But once Moshe Rabbeinu took this mitzvah and he began it. Once you begin, now it becomes yours specifically. Now you have to complete it. And because he did not manage to complete it, not of any fault of his own, and he didn't complete it, the far is in the cross al Shmo. So therefore the name of the mitzvah is attributed to the Yidin. That's the, that's the subject of what this concept of a maschel b'mitzvah, oimrim loy gemoy, is speaking about. But now the question is, so if that's the context of this concept, so what's taka the reason for this? If it's something which was taka not you went ahead on your own choice and decided to begin it. So just because I began it, now all of a sudden it transforms into an obligation? Why? So the explanation in this we can explain as follows. Regarding those mitzvahs that are an obligation of the tzibur b'chlal, there's no specific person that has this obligation. When one person begins doing the mitzvah, he becomes like the shliach, similar, even though he wasn't appointed by anybody, but now that he began it, he becomes like a shliach from the ganzen tzibur and the mitzvah for the entire congregation, for everyone to fulfill this. So now it's as if you were appointed as a shliach. Once you're appointed as a shliach to fulfill it, so now you get the obligation to fulfill your shlichus, to fulfill the mitzvah. So before you began the mitzvah, you're just one individual out of the entire tzibur. Why do, why do I have to do it, Afke? But once you begin it, that itself is like you're appointed as a shliach. Once you were chosen and appointed as a shliach, now you have an obligation to see it through to the end. Other Rebbe explains according to this something else that we learned in the previous parashiyas. We'll understand over here and on a deeper level the whole story of the Bnei God and Bnei Ruven in connection to this whole concept of Amas Chobu Mitzvah Oymim Loi 
When it came to their request, they requested of Moshe Rabbeinu, let us have as an inheritance over here this territory before we cross over the Yarden, and we're not interested in going into Yisrael. In the beginning, Moshe Rabbeinu said to them, Your brothers are going to go fight and battle entering into Yisrael, and you remain sitting here. Nor as he hadn't answered, and then when they came and answered, "Amachnu necholetz chushim lefnei bnei Yisrael goimer," we will go armed ahead of all the Yidden. Hot Moshe the song genomen. Moshe Beinu accepted this. Im techolz lefnei Hashem lamochame vavol lachem kol chalutz goimer v'nich mishoharetz lefnei Hashem. So Moshe Beinu accepted, and the Bible voted. But then Moshe Beinu warns them, "As vim loytasen kain." If you will not do so, you sin to the You should know the great sin you'll have by not fulfilling the condition that you're going to go and fight with the Eden and go ahead of all the Eden to conquer Eretz Yisrael. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu is warning them. So seemingly you could ask on this language that Moshe Rabbeinu uses here. We understand they accepted upon themselves this condition that they will go armed and fight with the Eden. Why is Moshe Rabbeinu ever warning them with such severe terms? If you're not going to join Eden, and not only join, but actually go ahead of all the Eden, you sin to the Eden. That even if they're going to go and join the Eden equally, but they're not going to go armed and not ahead of the Eden, it's a sin that, that's going to happen over here. Why is it so severe? And why just this detail? If they're not going to go ahead of all the Eden, is it Mamash Achet? So we can say that this, what Moshe Rabbein is telling them, is also because of this rule that once you begin, you have to complete a mitzvah. Where did they begin anything? Where did God and Bnei Ruven begin conquering Eretz Yisrael? Kibush Eretz Yisrael is a mitzvah. To conquer Eretz Yisrael is a mitzvah. This is that example of a mitzvah that's not an obligation of one person. But it lies upon Klal Yisrael to conquer Eretz Yisrael. Okay, the Rebbe actually incidentally brings there a very interesting machloikis regarding Kibbush Eretz Yisrael, that it's actually a famous machloikis within the Rambam and the Rambam, if it is a mitzvah or not. But the Rebbe says, At that time period, the first time, everybody would agree that it was a mitzvah to conquer Eretz Yisrael. So now, when it was given as an inheritance, these lands that they were there, from Sichon and Oik to Bnei God and Bnei Ruben, is das durchdem gewaren a tale from Eretz Yisrael. This became a part of Eretz Yisrael. Once they receive that as an inheritance, so now what happens is, retroactively, when they conquer this land, they were conquering a piece of land of Eretz Yisrael. Then, at the time when they were conquering Eretz Yisrael, it was not Eretz Yisrael, it's Eved Ayarden. But once Bnei God and Bnei Ruven are receiving this an inheritance, it comes out that retroactively this was conquering a part of Eretz Yisrael. So they began the mitzvah here of conquering Eretz Yisrael. And so the Rebbe explains another Rashi with what the Rebbe said here. 
The mid that oich va'emfet is tirim pirish Rashi. This answers a contradiction that you have in another Rashi. In Ein Art, it's in one place in Parshas Pinche. Zok the Rashi says that kiven shenichnas Moshe lenachlas bnei God bnei Ruven. Once Moshe Beinu entered into this place of the inheritance of bnei God bnei Ruven, somach Moshe Beinu was very happy. And he said, It seems to me like the nether, the Eibishtim made, that I will not enter into Eretz Yisrael, has been annulled. That the reason why this vow was now annulled, It wasn't right after the place was conquered. It was only after he gave it as an inheritance, Inheritance. That's the point when Moshe Rabbeinu thought that the nether was annulled. On another art, but in another place in the beginning of Parshas Vashanon, Zokte, what does Rashi say? That right after he conquered that territory, before it was given as an inheritance to Bnei God of Bnei Ruven, Moshe Rabbeinu said, I thought that my, my nether was annulled and I can enter into Eretz Yisrael. So at which time period did Moshe Rabbeinu think this? So the answer is, It's only after it became an inheritance for B'nai God and B'nai Ruven, is this Gevaren a tale from Eretz Yisrael. So now it becomes a part of Eretz Yisrael. So retroactively, Moshe Rabbeinu realizes that really from the moment of when this territory was conquered, they were conquering a part of Eretz Yisrael, and from then, the nether is possibly annulled. So therefore, both Rashi's are discussing it from different perspectives. So now, So since through B'nai God and B'nai Ruven began, the mitzvah of conquering Eretz Yisrael. So now takes effect upon them this specific obligation. In addition to the equal obligation that they have as part of the tzibur, along with all the yidin, so ending in them kibush to com- to complete this conquering If you began, so now it lies upon you an obligation to complete it. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu is telling them over here. So when they are requesting to receive this territory as an inheritance, answers them as his own wisdom that they must know as it's not only a piece of territory that they're getting, but they're beginning a mitzvah of conquering Eretz Yisrael. It's not going to be enough for them to just come along and assist the other Yidin equally to conquer Eretz Yisrael, in the other side of the Yarden. Now it lies upon them specifically an obligation to complete this mitzvah. They have to go armed ahead of all the Eden. Because now there's an obligation specifically upon them as beginners of this mitzvah to complete it. Beautiful. So you see over here why Moshe Rabbeinu is speaking to them about in such severe terms, because this is an obligation now that lies specifically upon them. and then Rashi. From the wine in Teda. The Pneumius that we can take out of this Rashi. And also in a lesson for our times. 
The time that we live in, according to all signs that it says in Chazal, is the times right before the coming of Mashiach. That very speedily, very soon, will come and take us to the Holy Land together with Mashiach. So regarding this time period that we live in, we can very much apply this expression of Chazal that the mitzvah is only attributed to the one that completes it. Which means as follows. They did mitzvahs on a higher level, on a greater level than in our generation. They were greater people. Nevertheless, who do we attribute to this chos of completing it and bringing Mashiach to enter into Eretz Yisrael? It's our generation, the last ones. As the Geule kommt ins Chos von den Mitzvahs, was was jeden seine Mekayim bedeutet sehr. It comes in the merit of the Yidin doing Mitzvahs in our generation. Durch Gemar, v'siyam Avedah, inikvesed Mashiach. Through those that do the completion of the Avedah right before Mashiach's coming. Was das darf geben und geht an idud miyuchot. So this must give and gives a very strong encouragement. Yedin Yidin for every for every Yid to meisiv zayin in kiyam atayda Mitzvahs. To add and fulfilling Taylor Mitzvahs and Durchdem Mimayas and the Gulashah Dem Mashiach Tzitkainu. That the whole entire Aveda of all the generations, and when you do that one last mitzvah that completes it, it'll all be attributed to you that you're the one that completed and brought Mashiach. Leidach is Eich Deirah, Fayyadin Yidin. On the other hand, we also have a lesson here for every single Yid specifically. Imishalta the mitzvah, Gemay Reisa. You began a mitzvah, see it through to the end. Says you do it, you get a sakaydish from Balshemtev. It's well known the letter that the Balshemtev wrote as of Zain Shaila, when he asked Mashiach the question, When will the Master arrive? Hot Mashiach Gamfit, Mashiach answers, When your wellsprings of the Balshemtev will be spread outward. On a slick tachiv of them ganzen klal Yisrael, if mefit sein, the mayonis. So in order to bring Mashiach, we know now what the way is. And this is a mitzvah that lies upon everybody equally. To spread the Torah of the Baal Shem Tev, to spread Chassidus to all Yidim. Specifically though, a special obligation applies to those Yidim that began this mitzvah. That began with this union of spreading Chassidus. So can sein, it's possible as nacha gewissens man zolverna srashlus in the arbet. A person should become weak in the work that he's doing. Trachtendig thinking to himself as mekendes ibelazen for a zweiten zum mamshir sein. I began this project. I invested so much energy in this. I have to do everything till the very end. Let me leave the merit for someone else to do the rest. And therefore he says, I'm not completely walking away from this. I'll be there in the background. I'll give my advice and I'll, may, I'll guide them and so on. But let someone else take over. If you begin a mitzvah, you have to see it through to the end. Since you began this work of spreading chassidus, is avdir achiyov and aschos to mamshich zayin and goyim zayin at the avede. So therefore, it lies upon you the obligation and the merit to continue and complete this work. 
And specifically also, as Mevil Haben, call Ribuya Brachis and Ashpois from the Mebishn. We want to have all the great Brachis and the, all, all the other Ashpois that come from the Ebishter. Which comes through the Rabbeim of every generation. And over here in our generation, it's through the Rebbe. So by continuing the work of the Rebbe, of Afatah Samayonis that you began, you're making yourself a Kali for all those Brachas. And one makes a strong and firm and real resolution to continue with spreading Teireh in general, and specifically focusing on spreading Chassidus outward. The Eibishter will give you the power that you will be able to see it through. Going back to the whole point that we spoke about earlier in the Sicha, a situation where there's an Oynis, where a person feels like, I can't continue. So many times the person starts something and then over years he comes to a point where he feels like he doesn't have the Kaychas to continue and could be he might even be justified with such a kind of Taina. But if you make a firm resolution that you want to take it to the very end, the Eibishter will give you the Kaych to Completed. And amongst all Yidin, Tzizamen together is Mengaymer, the mitzvah, we complete the mitzvah. We bring down Mashiach Tzitkeinu.